We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. See, sometimes we leave it up to God. Sometimes people say, well, I'm just going to leave it up to God and what's planted. Well, now, why don't you leave your garden up to God and see what's planted in it? See, when it comes to planting seeds, it's up to us to plant the seed. It's not up to God. It's up to us. The kingdom of God will supply or will produce. There's no doubt about that. Go back over there to Mark, the fourth chapter. Mark chapter 4, verse 26. And he said, so is the kingdom of God as if a man should cast seed into the ground. And should sleep and rise night and day, and the seed should spring and grow up, and he knoweth not how. For the earth bringeth forth fruit of herself, first the blade, then the ear, and after that the full corn in the ear. Now, remember the things that Jesus said about the kingdom in Matthew, the sixth chapter. See, the problem is that if you've got rocks in your heart, or if your heart is stony soil, or thorny soil, you've got some things in there that's growing, been implanted there by someone or some idea that is not conducive to producing when the word is sown. In fact, it'll choke the word out. See, you can be taught wrong information. You can have preconceived ideas that'll keep the word of God from working for you. Let me just give you a few of them. In Luke, the sixth chapter, Jesus said, Blessed are the poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. There's been a lot of sermons preached on how blessed it is to be poor. Well, you see, that wasn't the idea that Jesus was trying to portray at all. How many of you believe that you're blessed when you can't pay your bills, and you don't have enough to eat, and you can't give to the church, or you can't give to missions? No, you see, that was not the idea at all. Jesus was saying, blessed are ye poor. He was talking to poor people. Did you notice when he stood up in his own hometown in the synagogue and said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. That's what he came to do, preach the gospel to the poor. What is good news to the poor man that you don't have to be poor no more? Sure, you can serve God and be poor. It's not wrong to be poor. But it's wrong to believe that God wants you to stay that way. Are you listening to me? Now, see, there are some ideas that people have sometimes that is not conducive to the Word of God. Then you can read them a scripture, like in 2 Corinthians 8 and 9. You know the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor. And they'll go right back to what somebody told them. Well, see there, you ought not have anything because Jesus didn't have anything. What will it do? It'll choke the word. See, that word was given to you to produce faith to enter into the provision. But if you've got stones or, or in your heart, or you've got uh, a shallow understanding of the scripture, see, that's what it's really referring to there, no depth of earth. Or if you have thorns there that somebody's planted, it'll choke that scripture out, see. Well, now that means this because I heard so-and-so say this. Sometimes what people know about the Bible is what they've heard that somebody said they thought they heard somebody said about it. <laughs> and they didn't read it for themselves. So it's important to have the stones and the shallow ideas 
taken out before the word is sown. And that's why it doesn't produce in many people. It's because they have a preconceived idea that just doesn't measure up to the word of God. And to get a working knowledge of it, see, you would clear that out. Now, the Lord said to me about this one time. He said, now, son, since you've only seen one side of that scripture, that the thorns sprang up and choked him. But he said, if you'll teach my people the word of God and get it engrafted into their spirit till it becomes a part of them, then somebody comes around sowing thorns. He said, the word will choke the thorns out. Hallelujah. Well, that's what we need. We need the body of Christ so strong that when error is taught, that the word will just choke it out. See, now let's get back to that scripture in Luke, the sixth chapter, where he said, Blessed are ye poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Well, now he was talking to poor people. He says, you're blessed because yours is the kingdom. He wasn't saying that they were blessed just because they were poor. Now, let me show you why he said it like he did. There's another scripture. One of the other writers says, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. Well, where were they blessed? They were blessed in their spirit. You understand what he's saying? Where is the kingdom of God? Jesus said, behold, the kingdom of God is within you. It's in the human spirit. That's where the kingdom is. That's why blessed are the poor in spirit. The poor were blessed in their spirit because he gave them the kingdom. That's where the kingdom works is within the spirit of man. And you see how with wrong thinking, wrong ideas, wrong information. And you see, if people don't know any different, they couldn't teach you any different. How many of you know you can't believe any further than you have knowledge? See, Second Peter chapter 1 tells us, that God has given unto us all things. How many things? All things. That pertain to what? Life and godliness. Anything that pertains to life and godliness, God has already given it to us. Belongs to us. It's ours. Well, does that mean that we just automatically have it? No, no. He has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge. Through what? Through the knowledge. Exact knowledge of the Word of God. If it's not rightly divided, it may hold you in bondage and keep you from the things that God has given you. You might go all through life believing that it's wrong to be prosperous when Jesus bore the curse of poverty for you. You understand what I said? Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law. The curse of the law was threefold. It was poverty, sickness, and spiritual death. Now Jesus had to bear that for us. So we wouldn't have to. We can. You understand that? We can. We can bear the curse. We can. But Jesus bore it so we wouldn't have to. And that's what 2 Corinthians 8 and 9 is saying. You know the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, though he was rich, yet for your sakes. Why did he do this? For your sake. For your sake he became poor. That you, through his poverty, might be made rich. Now the word rich there, don't get offended at the wording there, because it just means abundance. I don't think anybody would get offended at having abundance, would you? Jesus became poor, that you, through his poverty, might be made rich. Now why did he do that? Because he had to bear the curse of the law. If he doesn't bear it, If there's any part of the curse that he didn't bear, then we have to. 
So he bore that. So that very scripture, you see, that was given to us to cause us to be able to enter in and understand and have a working knowledge of that word so that we could say, thank God Jesus bore my poverty so I don't have to. But you'll hear people get that scripture and preach poverty from it. Jesus didn't have anything, so you ought not have anything. Now, God's not against you having things. He just don't want things having you. And certainly there's got to be a balance there. And we've got to stay away from covetousness and greed. But you know, you hear people say this. Sometimes they'll say, yeah, I know why you're giving. And people get offended sometimes when they hear somebody reading these scriptures before they take an offering. Well, you're just teaching people to give so they can get. Well, now, you know what that's like? That's like walking up to a farmer and saying, yeah, I know why you're planting that corn. You just want more corn. Yeah, man, how else are you going to get it? That's just the way it works. It just don't work any other way. You can pray for corn, bleed for corn, fast for corn, but you won't have any corn until you plant some corn. (laughs) Now, that's how foolish some of that is. You could have wrong motives. I understand that. You know, somebody said, well, I'll tell you what, brother so-and-so gave his car to a missionary, and he got a brand new Cadillac. Somebody gave him a brand new Cadillac. I'm going to give my old bomb away. Yeah, and you'll probably walk for six months. Because you didn't give it to meet somebody's need. See, you could give to get. You could have some wrong motives there. It's possible to do that. But you see, if you sow bountifully, you reap bountifully. See, gain a working knowledge of how to apply these things correctly. You don't go give your car because somebody else gave theirs. If you do, you may walk for a long time. And you may not get the results that they got because, you see, do it at the word of the Lord. See, Peter got into a situation one time. He's out fishing. He's fished all night. Didn't catch a thing. Not fished first. And the Lord came along and said, would you like to invest your boat in my ministry for a while? And he preached a prosperity sermon right out of his boat. I know it's a prosperity sermon because Peter got prosperous after he preached it. Then he said, now launch out in the deep and let down your nets. And Peter said, but Lord, we've toiled all night and caught nothing. He said, nevertheless, at thy word. It makes a difference when you do it at the word of Jesus. You see. Now what's he done? He invested his boat in Jesus' ministry. And he said, nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. See, he just did half what Jesus said to do. And he caught a net-breaking, boat-sinking load of fish. Now, what was the difference? Now he's done it at Jesus' words. It makes a difference when you do it because of the Word, not just because somebody else did it. I'm glad you could join us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today as we've been talking about the working knowledge of God's Word. Now, our CD offer all this week will be number 7155. It's called God's Creative Power for Healing. It's actually a mini book, a talking book on CD. I mean, you can listen to it while you're going to work. You can confess the word with it because the confessions are on this book as well. And it's for $8 plus $3 postage and handling. God's creative power 
for healing. You know, the scripture says God sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Psalms 107 verse 20. Well, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God, John said, and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. So the word is referring to Jesus. He is the living word, and this word is still alive today. The word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, to the dividing asunder of the soul and spirit and joints and the marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of your heart. So as we speak the word of God, we release the power of God's word in our behalf, confessing that we're healed by the stripes of Jesus, delivered from the authority of darkness, translated into the kingdom of his dear son, and they're building blocks of life. And these are found in the scriptures. A man shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. The tongue of the wise is health. He that keepeth his mouth keepeth his life. The lips of the wise shall preserve him. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit. The mouth of the righteous man is a well of life. A gentle tongue with its healing power is a tree of life, and a willful contrariness in it breaks down the spirit. The tongue of the wise useth knowledge aright. Pleasant words are honeycombs, sweet to the soul and health to the bones. If you have a problem with your bones, you better get some sweet words in your mouth, some good words in your mouth. That's CD offer number 7155, and it's $8 plus $3 postage and handling for a total of $11. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.